Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss Podcast Series. In this episode, I'm actually going to continue what we started talking about in yesterday's episode. Um, I mentioned, or we were talking about the importance of creating a diet instead of following one. And I want to give you some tips in this episode on how to start, how to go about creating a diet, uh, especially finding a diet that works for you and then manipulating and creating it outside of what it is that you found. But first, in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I'm a certified nutrition consultant. I'm a stress management coach. I'm a lifestyle coach. And rest-based weight loss gives you the tools to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. Five years ago now, I started a weight loss journey that changed uh, my entire lifestyle. It changed my relationship with food. It changed my relationship with exercise, with movement, with stress management, and changed everything about the way that I was living and operating in the world. And I discovered that that transformation is what led to not only the the changes that I was able to see physically, which was losing over 30 pounds and 12% of my body fat in about five or six months, but uh, but also being able to keep that weight off now going on five years. And the miracle not the miracle wasn't the weight loss. The miracle was the sustainability. because for eight years prior to that, I had been trying, to lose weight. I, in between my pregnancies, trying to lose the baby fat, but gaining even more weight back, um, and then getting pregnant again and just piling on the baby fat, trying to lose it and then gaining even more weight. I, I battled this for eight years and nothing that I found or tried, I was ever able to sustain. Nothing ever led to lasting results. So what was the difference between that eight year span and what happened five years ago, what I found happened five years ago. Well, what I discovered is that specifically and especially for women, uh, weight loss issues are imbalance issues. They're not diet and exercise issues. Weight gain, uh, it comes as a, as a result of uh, high stress and metabolic imbalance. So the issue and the problem is that not everything works for everyone because uh, everyone's imbalances come from different lifestyle areas. The imbalances of a 32-year-old married working mom of two young kids, those imbalances come from a completely different place than a 52-year-old woman in the middle of menopause Um, who has her first set of grandkids on the way. Do you know what I mean? Those imbalances look different. So why would I stick a 32-year-old young working mom and a 52-year-old menopausal woman in the same weight loss class and say, both of you do this in order to lose weight? That doesn't make any sense, right? Well, that's everything that pretty much describes all of the most popular diet and weight loss strategies that are out there right now. It's the, it's an overarching general, uh, do this to lose weight, eat this way, exercise this way, and this will be, these will be your results. 
that that's it's applied across the board to everyone to men to women and that is not how weight loss is that's not what weight, 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 that's not what weight loss is about that's not what weight loss that's not how weight loss comes about it's extremely individualized based on where those imbalances are coming from so as a weight loss coach it's my job to help women figure out where those imbalances are coming from and then to coach them through solutions on how to bring about balance. Uh, This is not an easy feat. It's not something that happens overnight. It's actually something that takes some time because in order for us to bring balance, we have to transform very specific areas of our lives, very specific lifestyle areas. If you want to know what those lifestyle areas are, I actually have a quiz, a stress health quiz that you can fill out um, to find out specifically what those areas are and then how you, how you're performing in, in those areas. And if you want to, if you want to take that quiz, you can go to operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. Um, I'll just give you a heads up. I've had a lot of people take this quiz already. No one has gotten a hundred percent. No one has gotten a hundred percent. I've seen some people, they get, I've seen some people get, you know, percentages up in like the sixties, the 60% between 60 and 65% is the highest that I've seen. Um, but I think that that says something that says something about the fact that with all of the research out there, um, all of the weight loss resources out there, there's still something missing right? There's still something that's missing from some area of our lives that's impacting our weight loss goals or impacting our ability to sustain weight loss. And we don't know what it is. So that's my goal as a weight loss coach is to, is to help you discover what that is. That's what this series is all about. So I would definitely encourage you to follow, subscribe, come back and listen to, you know, every episode because in every episode, I'm going to give you little nuggets to help. Okay. All right. So in yesterday's episode, I was inspired by an Instagram post that I I posted a couple days ago, which by the way, once again, if you're not following me on Instagram, um, please do. I'm at operation fix my life. I post some really good nuggets, some health tips, um, some quotes, some nutrition tips and those types of things. I post that over there. And one of the things that I posted a couple days ago, um, I said, don't follow a diet, create it. Don't follow a diet, create one. And that came from this idea that we have to take ownership of number one, we have to take ownership of our own weight loss. We have to take ownership of our own lifestyles. We cannot look to a professional or look to an expert to tell us how to eat and how to exercise and what to do because that professional can only give us what has in general worked for the majority of the people that he or she has worked with, but there is no guarantee that that's going to work specifically for you because there's no guarantee that that weight loss strategy lines up specifically and directly with your lifestyle with your lifestyle that will allow you to not only see results, but then sustain them. So creating your own diet is you taking ownership of that area of your lifestyle that nobody else should be able to take ownership of. Number one, number two, uh, if you start a diet that allows you to see results, that allows you to lose weight, if that diet is not sustainable, if that's not a way that you can eat for the rest of your life, if in that diet you are depriving yourself and giving up things 
that you are just counting down the seconds for you to be able to have again. Like as soon as that diet's over, as soon as you reach your goal weight, as soon as you get into that dress, as soon as you, you know, attend that reunion, whatever it is, you are going to swim in that chocolate cake or whatever it is, those chocolate chip cookies, whatever it is that you gave up, you're going to swim in that wine, whatever it was that you gave up during your diet. Now, I want to tell you that as soon as you go back to how you were eating before you started the diet, your weight is going to come back. And that's not, but that's not even the worst part of it. The problem, uh, the worst part of it is that when your weight comes back, however, whatever diet you did to lose that weight, your metabolism will fortify itself against that diet being effective again in the future. I don't know how many people that I've spoken to or how many times I've read someone saying, you know, I, I counted calories and I lost like 20 pounds or I started, I did Weight Watchers and I lost like 20 pounds in like three months. And then I gained the weight back. And so I, I started counting calories again. I started doing Weight Watchers again. And I, you know, I've only lost like five pounds so far in the three months that I've been doing it. Well, that's because every time we lose weight, our metabolism adapts to what we're doing. It adapts to what we're doing to, in order to slow down the amount of calories we export and to increase the amount of calories that we consume and hold on to more calories than it was holding on to before. So that's why, that's why when you diet and you lose weight and then you gain the weight back, the worst part is not gaining the weight back. The worst part is you have now set up a defense against that against that particular diet or that particular weight loss strategy so that it will never be as effective as it was. So what we want to do is we want to find a diet that you can sustain for the rest of your life. We want to find a style of eating that will allow you to get down to your goal weight and that will allow you to sustain whatever results you achieve, Right? So that's why I said in my post, don't follow a diet, create one. The goal should be to find a diet. And this is where we left off yesterday. The goal should be to find a diet out there. And there are millions. There are millions. You don't even have to dig very deeply. You don't have to dig very far. There are millions of diets out there. Sift through all those diets and figure out which one closely matches how you're eating right now. Okay? And I want to give you some tips on then what you can do uh, how to manipulate that to make it sustainable. And I'm going to, I'm going to do that based on the two neurotransmitters that I addressed with you guys when we were talking about stress eating, when we did that series on stress eating. If you didn't watch that, then please go back and listen to those two or three episodes on stress eating. Okay. Because I gave you an introduction to two very popular neurotransmitters that I believe pretty much control <laughs> our food choices. And those neurotransmitters are serotonin and dopamine. Dopamine is the neurotransmitter that drives people to eat sugar, that drives people to, to consume caffeine, and that drives people to chocolate. Serotonin is the, the neurotransmitter that drives people to carbs, drives people to, to salty foods, um, and drives people to chocolate as well. So, and that if people are having issues with both dopamine and serotonin, then, then you'll find that they have probably the most problems sticking to any diet because they want, you know, they either want salty carbs if they cut out salty carbs and they want something sweet. 
Um, if they, you know, if they don't have anything sweet, then they want the carbs and they want to fill up on chips and French fries and those types of things. If they don't have their chips and French fries with their meals or, you know, at the end of their meals, if they don't have their sandwiches, you know, uh, then they'll want ice cream. They'll want, you know, chocolate at the, they'll want cupcakes or whatever at the end of their meal. So, so I, I'm, so in this episode, let's tackle, let's address this. How do you create a diet if you have issues with dopamine and serotonin, if you have cravings for sweets and or carbs, especially salty carbs? How do you create a diet that doesn't look like, well, that it will allow you to achieve your goal weight and allow you to get down to where you want to be and sustain sustain the the weight loss that you achieve without going backwards, but still having you know these cravings? because of dopamine and serotonin. Um, let's do one at a time. Let's start with dopamine. Uh, if you have a, a dopamine issue, meaning you are highly addicted to sugar, highly addicted to caffeine, you love having your chocolate every once in a while, then, uh, doing like a low sugar diet, that's not for you. Okay. Uh, what are some of the low sugar diets out there? Keto is the most popular low sugar diet. Um, I was talking to one of my coworkers who is like semi following keto and I, but no, I'm not hating guys. I'm not hating on keto. I know that there are some keto fanatics out there. I, I strong, I'm actually more partial to keto personally. My body loves fat, like high fat, moderate protein, high fibrous vegetables, lots of water, low sugar, low carb. My body loves that. Okay. So no hate on keto, but if you're a sugar addict, if you're a sugar addict, then, uh, you know, going keto or going, uh, cutting out all sugar from your diet. Like I was overhearing somebody at work today saying she was holding a big basket of fruit and she was like, oh, I have to give this away because I'm not eating any sugar this week. So I can't even have this fruit. That's not for you. If you're a sugar addict, going completely low sugar and cutting out all sugar, don't do that, please. And that's even worse than if you're, if you're addicted to carbs and salty carbs and you cut out all carbs. If you're a sugar addict cutting out all sugar, that's, that's worse. That, that's, uh, that is not something that you want to do. You don't want to mess with that because you are going to be unleashing some demons. Some demons you didn't even know existed, okay? If you're a sugar addict and you try to cut out all sugar and go cold turkey, what you want to do is you want to transfer your sugar addiction uh, from artificial added sugars to natural sugars. That's all you want to do. Because your our bodies actually process all forms of sugars and sweeteners the same exact way. So whether you're eating a bowl of ice cream or a bowl of grapes, sugar is sugar is sugar to your body. Does that mean that there aren't other like health benefits going on? No, there are other health benefits going on when you compare a bowl of ice cream to a bowl of grapes. But I'm not talking about those health benefits right now. I'm talking about weight loss, right? And creating a diet that you can sustain. If you're a sugar addict, you have a dopamine problem. And the way to fix a dopamine problem is not to deprive yourself of dopamine. It's to replace where that dopamine comes from. 
replace those added sugars with natural sugars that come from fruit. Whatever diet you can find out there in the interwebs, okay, that allows some fruit, that allows fruit where it's like, and you can have unlimited fruit. That's the diet that you start with, okay? If you find a diet out there that's like, cut out all sugars, cut out all sweeteners, um, even natural sugars that come from fruit, don't, that's not the diet for you, okay? Okay, now what about carbohydrates and serotonin? If you are a carb addict, if you love your carbs, if you love your carbs, you love your French fries, you love your potato chips, you love your sub sandwiches for lunch, you don't know, your problem is you don't know how you can alter, (laughs) you don't know how you can lose weight because you can't stop running to the fast food, like you love your cheeseburgers and you love all of those things. So your diet, what you actually want to do is you want to go probably lower sugar. You want to go lower sugar in your diet and you want to incorporate, you want to incorporate more complex and more complex carbs and wet starches, complex carbs and wet starches. What do I mean by complex carbs? Carbohydrates that come from vegetables, fibrous vegetables, wet starches like potatoes and beans, okay? You want to make sure that those are somewhere in your meals, but you don't want to fill up on those. So for you, this is what you're going to do. You're going to find a diet that is high in, let's say that's high in protein, fibrous vegetables, but that allows carbs. So you're not going to go low carb. You're not going to go no carb. Absolutely not. Do not follow a diet that's low or no carb. You're not going to do that. You're, you're going to want, what you're going to do is you're going to slowly but surely eliminate simple carbs like breads and pastas and those things. And trust me, trust me when I say, if you are, if you're a carboholic, you love your bread, you love your pasta, you love pizza, you love your French fries, okay? I want to let you know that if you can just swap out those simple carbohydrates with more complex carbs, a carb is a carb is a carb. What's going to happen is that your body is going to start to prefer the more natural complex carbs and wet starches over the simple carbs. If you just incorporate it daily, incorporate those complex carbs and those wet starches in like two out of your three meals every day, and then make sure they taste good. You don't want to fill up on them. You want to fill up primarily on the protein, on the vegetables, on a little bit of healthy fat, just a little bit, not a lot but you want to have some complex carbs and wet starches in every single meal, okay? So that's how you go about creating your diet. Uh, For those of you that are sugar addicts, you transfer your, you transfer slowly but surely out your artificial and added sugars for natural sugars. And then if you're a carb, a carboholic, start trading out one by one your simple carbs for complex carbs and wet starches. And just trade out one thing at, at a time. Don't go cold turkey. Don't, don't, 
throw all of the baby out with all of the bath water at once. You want to change like like one week, every week, every two weeks, every three weeks. You just want to change one thing at a time and make that slow transition until your diet looks completely your diet looks completely like something that uh you can you actually enjoy eating, you enjoy following it and that you can sustain for the rest of your life. And that will allow you now to start seeing some transformations and physical transformation. Okay. Some, uh, your pants getting looser, your clothes fitting a little looser, feeling a little, um, tighter, a little more toned. Okay. That's just the perfect recipe. And then you ride that wave, ride that wave as far as it'll take you. Hope this was helpful. Once again, if you want to know which lifestyle areas are contributing to your issues with holding on to weight or not being able to achieve your weight loss goals, then I want you to go to operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. I'll link it in the description of this episode. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, this was another episode of the rest Face weight loss podcast series. I'm your host, Lene Urban. Looking forward to talking to you next time.